I can already tell this is going to be a weird show. How so? Because we don't have a lot to talk about. <laughs> That's usually when the weird things happen. When the weirdness happens. I was thinking before the show that we really need to control our mug collection ness i don't want to control it we have so that's the one thing that i hoard we have so many mugs that the cabinet on top of our sink is pretty much full and we're gonna have to you know expand into other territories okay we can put the mugs that we don't use as much into the credenza honestly i want to mugs are my funkos you know (laughs) mugs are like the only thing i like actively collect (laughs) Everything has come and go over come and go come and gone over the years. Makeup, beanie babies, beanie babies, I erasers. Had... I used to have a bomb ass eraser collection. Bitch. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, but mugs will be forever. They've always been forever, man. My mugs are my always. <laughs> but like the thing is, is you can just donate the ones that are like towards the bottom of our list now. And then they get a second life because there's always people at thrift stores picking up mugs. That used to be like my favorite thing to do in high school. I had this get one a weird friend. Mug. Yeah, we we would go to whatever thrift store and we would purposely find the mugs that had pet portraits on them. Like you know the people that like yeah. get it made at like staples. commissioned. <laughs> but like not even commissioned, like you I can just it, do yeah. it online. And, like, it's just, it's always just so weird to have, like, a plain white mug with, like, someone's, like, really ornate, like, dog photo on it. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, always framed <laughs> out in, like, an oval. Now, suddenly, I want to go get more mugs. I want to go get we should just those. We should honestly just donate a bunch that we're not really using that much because they're, like, not the best I mugs. I can donate some of my old Microsoft mugs. Yes. Get rid of them. <laughs> I fucking hate those mugs. I never use them because <laughs> yeah, no, they just give me bad I, memories. I literally kept it as like a, hey, I worked at Xbox once kind of vibe. But they're not even Xbox mugs. You can I, get an Xbox mug. I know. I have a jacket that's an Xbox jacket oh, that I keep that for memorabilia. Jacket. That and your cheesemonger jacket that you have, yeah, like your chef's jacket. My chef's jacket. I'm, I've been all over this place. I don't have any... Well, wait. When your mom, like, found a bunch of our random you shit... You have your Starbucks visor, don't Yeah, like you? my hat with, like, yeah. my name tag on it. It's so random that I have that, but I don't have my apron. <laughs> Tragic. The remnants of a past life. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Where's my Target one? Oh, no. That I would lose all the time and they'd make me replace. Where's my Regal uh, polos? Or your, um, oh my god, my anchor shirt, which probably still smells bad, and your subway shirt. That that light gray that they stupidly chose that showed stains so easily. I'll never forgive them for that. It was always covered in coffee. This is Coffee with Rachel, by the way. I'm I'm Rachel. Wow. Oh no. That was gross. (laughs) I'm a little bit of a headache, so I might be a little bit like low Mm. energy today. Please don't hate me. (laughs) I already do. I know. Um, So, we are drinking, actually, some coffee from Olympia today that we've fallen in love with. For all you non-Washington bunches, Olympia is the capital of Washington. (laughs) Yes. A lot of people don't know that. And, like, honestly, I forget 24-7 until I go there and then I see that building and then I'm like, I "Ah." mean, I always used to forget that Harrisburg was the capital of Pennsylvania. I know. That's a weird one. Yeah. It's not Philly. It's not Pittsburgh. It's not State College. It's it's not Allentown. It's not any of those things. Who would make it Allentown? It's a more popular town than Harrisburg. I don't even know if I've ever been to Harrisburg. I've been. What's going on over there? Very few times. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. 
I used to like know every state capital. That was like a quiz thing. That, that used like, to be a quiz. Like, no, like my fun- dad at dinner would like quiz me. Uh, like okay. it was so random, but he just like lived for that shit. So I like used to we take would do quizzes that. Oh yeah, it. that too. Yeah. I miss good old Sporkle. Honestly, half of BuzzFeed quizzes lately have become Sporkle, where they're like, name as many Harry Potter characters you as you can in three minutes, and there's just like an empty text box. That was one of them I used to do. It was like the top 200 Harry Potter characters based on the number of times they're mentioned in the series. Right. And so that got really fucking hard, because by the time you get to like the lower end of it, there's some names that you wouldn't really expect, but like they were mentioned a decent amount of times. Yeah. But yeah, the coffee that we have, it's is from Olympic Crest Coffee Place Brewing Place <laughs> Roast Roasters <laughs> Olympic Co- Crest. Just Google it, bitch. Yeah, I don't know. I don't it's know. good though. We got the house blend because like we've we've pretty much I wouldn't say we've exhausted every coffee place in Olympia, but like we've exhausted Ashley and Mallory's like normal haunts you know what i mean normal haunts <laughs> what wouldn't you say yeah and so they were like yeah we have this coffee place that like is very conveniently located but like we just never go because we're dumb and so <laughs> they went with us and it's really good and we got the we bought a bag of coffee because ashley was telling us that the all of the proceeds go to local schools like local public schools and we were like fuck yeah and now I will, every time we go down to Olympia, grab a bag. I'll grab a bag. It's and good. also, Ashley Mallory, you're not allowed up here anymore until you bring me a bag. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm oh kidding. Oh, my God. They, you can tell. Like, they just Mal is immediately, the, she's already in the car. Mal just grabbed her keys. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, if, if we were doing a podcast where it was like, if it was like the Sporkle thing and naming all the people that we normally talk about on our podcast, I feel like Mal's name especially would be like the number one most mentioned name. Yeah. We need Followed to get them Guy back Fieri. on. Yeah. <laughs> especially the early days. We barely ever even mention him anymore. Rip. Tragic. I saw he's on Shark Week right now. Doing what? I'm, Feeding him a roast? I don't, I don't know. know. He's fishing. <laughs> he's fishing? Yeah. I It's one time of the year that I'm like, I wish I had cable. <laughs> Though there is like a someone tweeted me like some aquariums like just doing like a live feed of the shark tank for like the whole month. I'm like, God bless. Or the week. I don't know. Doing God's work. Doing God's work. Um well speaking of sharks, do you have a coffee fact today? I have a tea fact. Oh fuck. Alright, spill it. <laughs> nah, Alright. So apparently there is like rules for like a British standard for making a perfect cup of tea. And it is... We're going to get this wrong, and people are going to be mad. This, all right, you can be mad at BuzzFeed, because they're the ones I told now you. Now I'm really nervous. <laughs> this is from some fucking, like, ministry committee bullshit that okay. came up with these standards. And they said you need to, a pot made of porcelain, and there must be at least two grams of tea for every 100 milliliters of water. The temperature can't go beyond 85 degrees, which I'm assuming is Celsius. When what served, is that in Fahrenheit? fucking hot i don't know what i would is. ask alexa but i don't want to right I don't now want i don't her... want to set off everyone's bullshit yeah that bitch has been doing some shit lately i know she just like lit up in the middle of the night it was like three in the morning and she was just glowing <laughs> and it wasn't like we were getting like a phone call from zach or something weird <laughs> it was, she was just glowing we had to unplug her and honestly i know i'm being watched yeah absolutely um so yeah, it can't go beyond eighty-five degrees, but it should be served above sixty degrees for optimum flavor and sensation. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> so that's how you make tea. We've been doing it wrong. I fucking just boil some water. At we have whatever a kettle, godforsaken like, temperature. Or you just it is. stick it right in a mug. I know, I know. I don't like our teapot though. That's why. 
whatever. Whatever. All right, so we were talking about sharks, and it made me think of something that I did want to discuss. Can we please discuss Aquaman, the trailer, oh, and the poster? Because the poster is arguably my favorite part. Graphic design is my passion. Yes. Uh, so I, I gotta just like Aquaman as a whole, like. So I don't know much about him. I didn't read the you know original comics, and I don't know what kind of shit they've done with him in the past. So I'm completely ignorant on all Aquaman themes. It's just like the main thing that I know about Aquaman, besides just like you know him like controlling the sea animals and shit, is just that he. So he controls them. He doesn't like work with them. I think it's like. <laughs> I think it's control, but I'm like not sure. I don't Mermaid Man I, I don't, Barnacle Boy stuff. Yeah, I don't know what specifically his powers encompass, but you know, he's like I think he's king of Atlantis or something like that. Okay. Um and so the main thing is that a lot of people make fun of him because the early cartoons and the early comics he was always just like seen as like a really weak superhero and a really lame superhero why i don't just because the power of all of the ocean creatures are you fucking kidding me I, that's I, the I, biggest I never, dig energy i've ever heard <laughs> i never watched him he always had like you know like fucking like mermaidy looking outfits too cool and so Mermian. people people just like made fun of him all the time. So going into this one, as if Loki isn't the cringiest fucking bitch. I know. I know he's a villain, but, but like, DC or yeah, DC is just like really trying to like make everything super gritty, and they decided to say like Aquaman, we're gonna take him and make him the ultimate like beer chugging dude bro you've ever met in your life. They literally just took the dude from Game of Thrones, his actual character, and just put him underwater. Drogo. Yeah, yeah. it's literally him, but underwater. Exactly. Um, I mean, I like what's his face, Jason Momoa. I think yeah. I don't know. I saw the season of I almost like Gilmore Girls. <laughs> like, yeah, he was totally in Gilmore Girls. Yeah, like, yeah, that's the part of Game of Thrones that I have seen. And I, I mean, I dig him. Yeah, he was he's cool. But like, I don't know. I don't know him. much about him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, the poster. I just have to talk about the poster. So <laughs> there's so many things. If you have a second and you're not driving right now or something, please pull up the poster and take a look so that we can all you know look at this together so i wonder what the fuck happened together. Uh, my favorite part of it is the amount of animals so there's a lot of people comparing it to like the finding nemo poster which is hilarious so if you're not looking at it right now it's just him sitting like on a rock or something and he's just like underwater obviously he's got his little trident yeah trident layers and then there's <laughs> eight billion eight billion approximately sea animals around him but the best part is that it's like the same orca that they just like have copy and pasted on this poster like 800 times and the one shark there's like a gray white shark that's next to him and i was like why does that shark look familiar and it's like this shark that you see all the time when you ever see like those kinds of like photoshopped images where it's like someone's underwater and right behind them is like a great white shark and like the yeah. photographer cut it at the greatest moment then it's photoshopped it's always the same stock image of a great white shark and so someone found it on like getty images <laughs> but yeah, like, like that's so fucked up the best part of it is like when you get towards the bottom there's like of the poster there's like a you know like a reef area and that's obviously where like a smaller fish would be and they just have orcas and great white sharks that are like tiny like the size of clownfish really the not, perspective yeah perspective is way off now 
I am no graphic designer. I barely do anything besides like take my own watercolors. You know a what I mean? Major like, fucking. It's just movie. so funny. Like, it's just it's amusing. It's, Please go look at it. Yeah, it's amusing. And then we did watch the trailer. And I'm not going to lie, just because it's ocean themed and shit, you know, I'm going to go see it. Maybe not in theaters because I don't, I don't ever do it anymore, but I'm really, I'm not interested. But I love Ant, like, no, I'm interested in like underwater oceany vibes, but they just made it. They, you can tell, like, I haven't seen this either, but they went for Thor Ragnarok. Like that one was apparently very like cartoonish and like very whimsical and fantasy style movie and they definitely went that route with this i think the part of the trailer i didn't like is like when they're showing the whole underwater world i think that's it was very like spacey looking like really like tech it makes me think of jar jar binks's home in fucking star wars it just looked very like space age and i was expecting it to look a little bit more like i don't know underwater fantasy instead of it just looking like alien terrestrial but underwater you know yeah, what I'm saying? i get you so that's the only part that i didn't like um but i don't know i probably will still see it but i just had to talk about the fucking poster because the poster is just so funny yeah that was really and he's wearing bad. like jeans like his costume is just like him wearing fucking like leather or jeans underwater like dude i don't know how he does it that's his true power right there gotta see his sea dragon Oh, yeah. Isn't it like in the original comics he rode like a seahorse, but that was too gay or something, so they have to make him have a sea dragon? Let me just tell you, seahorses are fucking not gay, okay? First of all, it's even if they were, that'd be lit anyway. And second... (laughs) (sighs) Fucking a... Have you ever seen a spiny seahorse, bitch? I know. A male seahorse giving birth to a billion babies at once? That's big dick energy right there. Exactly. Fuck off. (laughs) What is a sea dragon? I think that's an actual thing, though. That is a real animal. It's just not as big. They're, like, about the size of, like, a, oh, a larger sea I'm horse. assuming they, like, made something up. They're like, let's just take the Game of Thrones dragon, put it underwater, we'll be good. Yeah, you know? I saw, like, what it looked like, and it doesn't look like a real sea dragon. A real sea dragon almost looks like a regular seahorse, but with, like, a bunch of leaves. Okay. Like a leafy-looking <laughs> seahorse, if you yeah. will. A spiny boy. Spiny. Anyway... So let's talk about going to Forks, Washington. Oh my God. Because that's why or why we were in Olympia this weekend. Yes. So I have so much to tell you guys <laughs> about this. We finally fucking did it. So let me just rewind for a second. Like we our goal was not like, you know, a Twilight Tour de Force. It was really just to go to Ruby Beach, which is not a part of the Twilight universe. A lot of people on like Instagram was like, Is that La Push? And it's not. We didn't go up to La Push because it's a lot farther away and also like it is a reservation and like I know that people go there to like see the beach. I and do everything. feel disrespectful. I just yeah, like I would just go there, be at the beach and then leave. You know what I mean? Like I just I don't know. I just feel like it's not, it's not my place. It's not where I'm supposed to be. You know what I mean? It's not my reservation. So that's why we had reservations about going there. (laughs) Um, You know, because I just want to be respectful of that land. But essentially, Ruby Beach looks a lot like La Push. 
and they have like the we'll talk about ruby beach in general because if you're going to washington guys you have to go it's absolutely hands down the most beautiful fucking spot i've ever seen in this goddamn state which is already so beautiful and we just happened to be like we went on like the one fucking day of this goddamn summer where it was a little bit cooler and so then like it was cloudy yeah it was very foggy and cloudy by the time we got there in like the evening it was so so beautiful and like that's just oh my god because the whole time we were like yeah like they're saying that it's going to be overcast and the whole day we did a lot of stuff like outside that area yeah and it was completely sunny and we were like haha and then as soon as we drove towards the beach there was just like one moment where it was just boom clouds out of nowhere um so they weren't they weren't fucking lying on that weather app but yeah so to get there um we basically like we went down to olympia and stayed with the girls and then we all like drove up and we were going to stop at port angeles first so if you've ever read twilight <laughs> you know that that's the pop in town that's not seattle and so we went up there because um, we basically just did like kind of like a loop like a u and i'm yeah. sending out u around washington and all these areas that i've not been to before so we went up to port angeles which by the way cute place very cute place very cute we really enjoyed our time there yeah where do we it was called like the new day eatery new day cafe eatery something like that very accommodating to my allergies like insanely accommodating yes and it wasn't just like there was only like one thing i could eat on the menu there were like several options and there were also like a few other restaurants in the area that did have like vegan gluten-free options so what it i don't know what it is about all these like small ass towns that have these options but then like the actual city of seattle sucks about this i don't know what it is but i couldn't fucking tell you it's just it's weird so we enjoyed our lunch we went to like a bookstore yeah that was fun it was just a cute little fucking place um, uh, we did go to Bella Italia oh yeah. yeah so if you've seen twilight bitch there's an Italian restaurant where she eats the iconic mushroom ravioli. <laughs> and so they have, that's an actual, like a lot of Twilight is filmed in Oregon and Western Washington, but Vancouver mostly. Cause duh, that's where everything is filmed. And like the forest there obviously resembles the exact same shit down yes. here. So, um, but there are like a few things. So obviously when I went to Oregon, we saw the high school, where she gets smushed almost (laughs) by the van so we went to that parking spot we recreated that this time the rush because her house is also like charlie's house is in oregon but we didn't see that because i don't know where that is um but the italian restaurant we just it wasn't open or anything we just like looked outside and they had like a photo of like stephanie meyer on the front (laughs) um so that was fucking funny and then the bookstore that we went to and it's not the bookstore where she gets like the book about the cold ones or anything it was just like a bookstore in the area um ashley was like yeah they used to have like a cutout of like kristen stewart and we couldn't find it but then we did and it was like upstairs in this like second level and there was just like an entire like twilight shrine area (laughs) with like this you know dusty Kristen stewart cut out from like 2010 you know it was beautiful and it was just a great time there's all these books that like you didn't realize were there um they obviously like had it in like different languages and shit too but like they had like i don't know like the historical you know information like you know those all those like harry potter extra books yeah they have those but they're not as beautiful and they're like all paperback (laughs) like what is it um but yeah so we we did that and then uh after that we left Port Angeles and we went down to Forks. Yeah, like you go around and like there's a lake called Crescent Lake and let me just tell you 
I wish I could live on that fucking lake. There it is so beautiful. Go Google it. Driving by that. Because we took like the scenic route on our way up and it was so pretty. Like the prettiest drive Honestly, ever. Honestly, it almost is a little bit of like I would love to do live like in that area. Because like there is like I'm talking way later in life. Yeah. Because like I'm, I mean I did not enjoy the signs that were like we have AR fifteens, not like yeah. dicks, you know. I don't love that. And the amount of like Blue Lives Matters posters. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I hate I hate that. I love that I love that area for like the 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 hiking. The and hiking the, and the trees and the water and it's so beautiful and nature's great, but then it's all like Trump fucking shit everywhere and guns like, I know that stuff. there are definitely like, like nice people that live out there too and I it was actually pretty surprising to see a Planned Parenthood out there which was I was happy about yeah um but like they have access to that shit I too I would s- still like love a house like just on like that on that lake because it's just so beautiful we there. like went on Zillow yeah we of course everything and we like surprisingly for a huge ass fucking house on that lake it was like still way cheaper than like where Seattle is at yeah you know what I'm saying? of course and your view would be lit oh my god it's just so pretty because you're like driving up like past like and through at some parts the uh Olympic, Olympic National Forest which like god bless that beautiful green <laughs> world what was it alien planet um, N- nobody's forest beats the no. olympic peninsula's i'm forest. so sorry but you, it's just she's unmatched yeah she's beautiful like <laughs> and so then we went up and around and we drove past ruby beach because we wanted to get to forks before like everything was closed and then we were going to end the day at ruby beach and so we got to forks and like the visitor center was closed but that's okay because like yeah, it's whatever. Fine. But outside of the visitor center, <laughs> they have something pretty iconic. Bella's truck. Yeah. But actually, they have two of them. They have the one from the movie, but they also have one that's like more, I guess, based on the actual what description Stephanie in the book. What was thinking of maybe when she did that. Like, yeah. But like, honestly, when I saw the movie, I was like, yeah, they fucking nailed that. Like, I, I was pretty yeah, happy with yeah, how it the- looked. Besides Charlie, best most well casted character was, was that truck. The truck. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah. Um, I will say the truck was a little bit more orange in person. I think it's because they had to counterbalance the intense uh, blue filter. Yeah, that they put onto the movie. But like, just to know that you've been there. But it looks great. I saw the exact spot that Emmett stood in that fucking truck bed. The bed, yeah. So that was funny. And then we we had, well, I like took a video of Chris taking a selfie in front of the Welcome to Fork sign <laughs> that, you, that you see when she's like driving in in the beginning of the first movie. And they have like, it's so wild. So like, obviously, Forks. God bless this town. I mean, they... I can only imagine how much of a nightmare it was in, yeah. like, the early to late 2010s. Like, oh, my God. Like, especially, like, once the first movie dropped and they had actually been there on location. Yep. I can only imagine how fucking annoying it was if you actually lived there. And, like, it's wild because they still do, like, Twilight-related events there. Like, we were looking at a sign, and they have, like, tours and, like, festivals and all kinds of stuff. And there's all kinds of paraphernalia everywhere, bitch. Yeah, we went to, like, uh, I guess, like, gift store kind of area. It was just kind of like a general gift souvenir shop place. Yeah, and they had a whole, like quarter of the store dedicated to twilight stuff oh my god and it's just like so many things 
that you probably can't find too many other places that anymore. still sell it yeah honestly because it was like half the store was dedicated to like ruby beach and like la push and other different Olympia, yeah like the olympic you know. peninsula in general like yeah. just there and i got a really cute mug that i'm using right now that's well, just how kind of all this started we we're talking about the mugs and she's drinking out of the olympic national park mug right now <laughs> it's got like trees embossed on it and it feels really nice i like when her. all else fails we just get a mug from where really we visit i really wanted a fucked up twilight mug but i gotta say that that store was lacking in the mug department they had one that was like holographic or whatever but it it looked like it would get like fucked up in the dishwasher so i didn't want to get it um yeah but let me if you didn't i saved my video of like my instagram story that day because i like documented all this shit yeah on instagram if you guys are interested i don't know i could post it or something but um in that store so like you walk in and like towards the right was just like a almost like a museum of old ass dusty twilight souvenirs and it was fucking incredible like they had like a legit um like memorabilia from the movie that has been like certified that is like yeah they the had movie. jacob's cargo shorts i'm dead fucking serious and in like a fucking glass show box thing and also bella's hoodie from when she almost got smushed by the car wow yeah. iconic so i've seen that in person now yeah and yeah. his shorts that he busted out of every minute <sighs> And they had, like, this one thing that was my favorite. It was just, like, this big wooden apple with a photo of Renesmee's photoshopped-ass face just, like, <laughs> printed on it. And it was, like, a thing that you could buy for, like, $25. And it was just, like, you could lift off the top of the apple and, like, store stuff in there. I loved that. Just so many different things. like so Posters many... I haven't seen. Yeah, posters. Since high school. Everything. Like, the iconic Edward giving the death stare poster that every bitch had on her fucking wall. You know exactly the poster I'm talking about. But they also had a poster of, like, just Stephanie Meyer's face, which was yeah. Was very tempted to buy that. They had, like, action figures and pins and Barbies. magnets. Oh, my God. They had one magnet that was, like three dollars and it was just a photo of the truck like a paper print of this photo glued to some cardboard and like one magnet yeah (laughs) i was like like, wow this is amazing it was just oh they had baseball uniform-esque souvenir shit like the from the baseball scene in the first movie yeah and they had these iconic pair of pants that actually i i'm telling you she needs to go back and get them they were like the most 2008 thing you've ever seen where it's like remember that bright ass plaid it was like always neon colors plaid that everyone would wear yes and then it just you're like okay these are just an unassuming pair of pajama pants in this bright ass plaid Mm -hmm. that i haven't seen since 2007 you turn them over on the butt it says bite me oh god i wanted it that is so 2008 i just i miss shit being written on my ass (laughs) that was my youth you know god bless so yeah that that town was great would absolutely visit it's very there's so much beautiful shit though around the area yeah absolutely um i just wonder how much money they've made off of twilight and like how much it actually bothers them i wonder yeah because i don't know like it's like they're one it's like financially probably beneficial but like also it's probably so annoying the thing that probably sucks the most, though, is the Native American uh, reservation that was just basically, like, appropriated for oh, the movie. Oh, yeah, no, I know. And, like, everything that they did with, like, actual... Like, they... I still think that they could have, like, 
just used a different name like they actually use the real name of a real fucking group of people and then do just like change their story which is yeah. fucked up she should have just made something up like i don't know i just still think that's really fucked up um but overall like very beautiful place and like okay not to get dark but like okay it was like especially meaningful for me and like i don't know if anyone else can relate to this all you like readers out there but like reading books when i was young especially when i was young was my escape in life i think everyone can pretty much relate to that yeah i can relate and like especially where i was living you know being abused by my family like reading was incredibly life-saving for me it was the way it was like all i did in my spare time when i was at home when i wasn't like at school all day like trying to like stay after school for like a million things yeah and so and like those you books were a voracious reader. oh my god yeah no i would read at least a book or two a week like it was fucked up and i have a really like we've been talking about this a lot lately but i have like a very interesting relationship with reading now because of like that and i don't know i'll i can get into that in a minute but with those books specifically like because i was reading them in middle school and i just remember like i don't know i would do this i don't know how you were with like harry potter and stuff but like when i'm reading this book and like they're mentioning like real places and like i had known seattle you know and i was like oh forks like is that a real place or is that like a made-up place i'm always interested when you're reading a book if it's like a made-up town or if it's like a real town yeah when i started getting more into like the quote-unquote muggle world when you know, like you're reading harry potter like there's more and more of that in the later books i was like i, I don't yeah, I, they're I, like I, real places like, like king's yeah. cross is a real place yeah king's cross is a real place but like some of the other towns that they start talking about like, i'm like hmm is that a real place or not like i don't know yeah like, and so like i would google it and then i remember like just looking at the map of you know the united states and you're seeing washington which i already knew was like out here very far away and like when i was little my whole like life's goal was i'm gonna move to alaska because let's be honest even though i probably didn't consciously understand why i wanted to do that when i was young i know that like deep down i was like that's just as far away as i can fucking get you know what i'm saying it's always just incredibly weird that like we both had the same goal because i also wanted to move to alaska when i was old enough like, yeah I, that was just like always a dream of and mine and then too. i literally read fucking twilight googled where the fuck forks was and was like oh that's cool because that's i i when you're looking at it on the map it's the farthest west that you can get without being in fucking alaska pretty or much Hawaii, yeah yeah i'm talking like northeast yeah yeah, or, yeah, yeah. wow northwest Whoa. sorry um because I knew that I didn't, I, I like cold climate. Like, yes. I knew that. I yeah. at least knew that as a young kid. As we sit here in really warm oh summer weather right now. <laughs> I wish we could have the air on while we recorded, but it would be so annoying. But anyway, I would, like, see it on the map, and I was like, oh, my God, wait, no, that's where I'm going to fucking live. And I used to literally, like, fantasize about moving out west. And then as I got older, I realized that I wanted to actually just live in fucking Seattle because it just, there were so I don't feel like going through like the millions of reasons why that was a thing. Yeah, yeah. So then like, it just, it was just really like sentimental to me to actually be in the physical space that I like. So, and like, yeah, it's so fucking lame that it was like, I got the idea slash like even knew of this town because of Twilight or whatever. Like you can clock me for that or whatever. But like, just, it's just the idea that like I was in that physical space that I like so wanted to run away to because it was as far away from my family as i could get yeah and to like have been there is so fucking full circle to me and so wild and like i don't know that was just really nice and like 
I don't know. I was thinking about that the whole time. I was yeah. like, wow, I like actually made it out here. I don't live here, but like I could be here if I wanted to. Like that's crazy. It was like it was like a good feeling though. Like a yeah. Like a wow, I fucking did that. Like I know, because that's how I feel about Seattle still. Like yeah. I, like that yeah, was that my goal for we so here, long. Like, yeah. So that was cool, and then we went down. After Forks, we did Ruby Beach, which, like, oh, my God. We spent so much time there. (laughs) I probably took, like, 500 photos there. I still have to post mine. I haven't done that yet. What the fuck? I know. You need to use your Instagram more. I know. Also, side note, Instagram. (laughs) So, you know, (laughs) I've been, like, experimenting with, like, not being a business account, which, like, I still don't know where, where the fuck, what's happening. But I realized that, like... In order to post links to your story, you have to be a business account, which is so fucking stupid. So every time I want to post a link to my story, like to promote like my fucking business, I have to like switch to a business account and then switch back. Yeah. But then it keeps the link. It keeps the link. Yeah. So I don't know. They're fucking stupid. And they're probably going to change that at some point. Piss <laughs> yeah, me off. But, but it definitely works switching off the business account to get Yeah. My more engagement's better. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. So Ruby Beach, though. Oh. She was beautiful. Just God bless. I like cold ass water. Loved it. I was the only one that water. wanted to be in the water. I wasn't like swimming, but I like would not like stop like being in the water because I just I had missed being on a real beach, man. Yeah, for it was so just, long. Like, it was so picturesque to have like the the sandy beach with like the gray cloudy sky. Like those rock formations out in the water the that are kind of just like yeah, that are just like jutting out of the water. You have like the forest behind you, and that like, was getting like misty towards the top. Yeah, where and it's like, like foggy, bleached driftwood like on the beach as well. It was just like so perfectly picturesque mm-hmm. of like the best beach I could ever imagine. And we had like a fire, and it was just a great time. Next time we gotta like we do the, the shit with some fucking s'mores or something. Yeah, like, we'll bring marshmallows next time. Yeah, it was so pretty, and like all you had to do was like walk a little bit more towards the right, and then like all like I don't know what it was because it was kind of like crowded when we first got there. Yeah, and then we just kept walking a little bit down deeper into, and then <laughs> yeah. everyone, no one walked that far, so we were like okay, <laughs> and so we all just like hung out there, and we got amazing photos, and we had an amazing time and 12 out of 10 would do that every weekend (laughs) i wish i wish it were close enough that i could go there all the fucking time yeah if i could just pop over there on a weekday and just like hang out because like like, i know it was a longer drive just because we went up to port angeles so if we were going to skip that it would only be like they were saying what like two hours and 20 minutes yeah from from yeah from olympia so you'd have to like still go down there yeah the layout of the western washington doesn't really like lend well to seattleites traveling out that way because you had to just like travel south and then west yeah because of the sound i know it kind of sucks but also i love it one day we'll get a car one day we will have a vehicle it's just so expensive to park that fucking car in our buildings and for garage like right now not needing it for work is like really just like a huge hindrance or like deterrent from getting one i know i know yeah, so that was our that was our weekend. It was a lot of fun. A lot of twilight and a lot of beautiful ass nature, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> we saw a big cedar tree. It's literally called Big Cedar Tree. <laughs> yeah, she was great. She was she big. She fell over a couple of years ago, but some of it's still standing. Kind of sad. Yeah. It was natural causes. Nobody did it on purpose. Yeah, and she's still beefy, and there were a she few others around it that yeah. were beefy. 
I only got two bug bites. So, Mal, you can fuck off saying that there are no mosquitoes out here in Washington. I'm telling you, my legs lie. Wait, what? <laughs> my legs tell the truth. <laughs> wow. I have this one on my ankle that, like, is just so angry and won't be booed. My God, my phone. What are you doing? You know, I don't have Siri turned on on my phone right now. Ever since I got my new phone, I just never activated it. Okay, I don't know how you're doing that because i literally only use siri for the talk to text well you can still do that without having to have oh, her turned on i thought you on. had to have siri on for that well i don't like ask her to like text i just mean like i'm in a text and i hit the little like microphone yeah and i thought you talk. had to have that on no weird okay well that's really like the main thing that i use yeah well you don't need her for it you know i don't really ask siri or alexa too many questions but i will ask ashley mallory's google like I know. I wish we had the actually, Google one. It's smart. It knows what it's talking about. Why do we have this one, honestly? Zach. Yeah. That's Zach. all. <laughs> so he can randomly drop in like a fucking weirdo and Tess. The two of them will just like randomly. There's like a feature on your Echo, if you don't know, where it's called like a drop in. And it essentially just like is like a speakerphone. And like, I swear, like, it's 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 always so fucking weird when they do it's it. It's always the most random, unexpected times when somebody will do that to Zach us. Zach is so weird about it because he just, like, loves to fuck us up. <laughs> if he could start putting on songs on ours, he would be throwing Jack Johnson on well, every, like, the like, worst <laughs> thing that he does is, like, when he's, like, coming over, instead of, like, texting us that he's, like, here, he'll fucking, like, ring her up. And, like, he'll be, like, I'm downstairs. And we're, like, go away. <laughs> you can go back home now. <laughs> but anyway... That was our fucking weekend, but today is fucking Wednesday, which honestly, it, ever since I started doing this thing on my Instagram called Watercolor Wednesday, and I, it's literally just, I have a little watercolor sketchbook, and I just paint something small, and I don't think too much about it. I just, like, paint whatever I'm yeah. in the mood to do, and everything that's in that notebook is just for me. It's not being, like, you know, sold on my Etsy or anything like that. Like, it's just kind of, like, forcing me to paint for fun and not, like, for work, you know, develop skills, uh, paint what you want. Like, like, try things that, like, might not work out perfectly. Like, yeah. I make so many mistakes or whatever. And so I've been doing that every week. But it's making me realize, like, how fast weeks go. Because I'm just like, they're, it's Wednesday already? They are just, like, so fast all the time. But I do have a highlight on my Instagram stories about it. If you guys want to watch them, they're nice. I give, like, song recommendations that I'm listening to as I paint. Yeah. And people seem to be really into it. People have been telling me that they're, like, starting to do watercolor because of that. I'm like, oh, my God. Wow. That's, that's awesome. amazing. <laughs> um, but also, on the business front... So my store looks like completely dead right now because I haven't like done a fucking big launch on my store since uh, I don't remember when that was my anniversary or like the week after my anniversary of the store like June. Yeah, I haven't done anything on it physically in July. It's just been like whatever's been available, like slowly selling out. People are buying Christmas stuff because it's (laughs) July and I'm like, oh, my God, (laughs) thank God these fucking gingerbreads have been here for like a year it feels like um but anyway um the reason for that is because i'm working on getting all my shit on society six and making prints and stuff and like let me just tell you i haven't posted it yet because i was waiting until i had like a A bigger catalog yeah i didn't want to just have like one print but uh 
my shit looks so cute on a mug just saying like it's I, going to be fucking awesome and honestly it's going to be hard for us to not just spend like any earnings from it just buy a whole bunch of things like i do <laughs> plan on buying like a lot of my own shit so that i have it to stage for like and social media to like, to like promote it just make sure that the quality of the stuff you're selling yeah is, like, i want to see how it looks but oh my god it's gonna be so cute okay. so so far i have my i made because i've been working on Oh my god, it's it's a lot harder than it looks to make um, patterns that are seamless. You know when you're like, I just remember this being such a thing on like Tumblr when I would like my make my background like a repeating image, but it would yeah. always have like the line. You know, yeah. It's actually like kind of annoying slash not annoying, but like it's harder than you'd think to make a pattern that perfectly repeats. It's more of like a process, but I finally have it down where my patterns now repeat infinitely and i can make them as large or as small as i want Mm -hmm. and so now that means i can put my shit on like shower curtains and rugs and wallpaper and wrapping paper and i'm so excited so the two prints that we have right now are my avocados and my watermelons but i'm painting up some more peaches to do a peach print and then also my bananas doing like a fruity theme right now clearly um, and then I'm going to have like actual prints of like my geode paintings for people that didn't want to buy like original artwork. And then I'm going to try and put as much of the shit on like notebooks, mugs, stickers, laptop stuff, phone cases, like all Anything of that stuff. You can fucking imagine. And I'm like, it's just like, it's so fun to like see my shit on like an actual product. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just so cute. So I don't know. I'm really excited about it. My goal is to have it up the first week of August so keep your eyes out for that yeah i'll let you know what like my link is and all that bullshit. yeah probably on your twitter i think it's just gonna be like society6.com slash shop rwd yeah um yeah. but i'm like slowly expanding and i'm trying to get my stuff actually in like physical stores now too because i'm just trying to like you know you gotta like, etsy's a- been making some internal changes what is it with me and i f- everywhere i go the algorithm flops yeah <laughs> like what is that you have to also algorithm there expand your portfolio (laughs) to like be on different places you know it's a smart thing to do it's just like etsy right now they made this change where so it used to be they take a cut obviously of the money that you make for your product so even though all they're doing is like hosting you you know what i'm saying but they never took a cut before of like your shipping because obviously they don't do anything for my shipping i buy all the packaging products i physically take it to the post office you know what i mean like they're not involved at all yeah and now they've changed it where they can take a percentage of your shipping you know profits or whatever which is forcing a lot of stores to have to make their shipping a little bit more expensive or like work that you know price increase into the actual product itself and then also i've had to recently do that too because you know the postal service will lose your fucking shit and i'm losing money and time because my thing is like i hate making something especially a polymer clay item like it kills me when something i had like this almost happened but they ended up finding the package thank god but like it makes me so upset when something that like i spent like i don't know like 12 hours on is lost in the mail and yeah. then i can't do anything the postal about service it seems to do this pretty pretty regularly I'd yeah say. so i had it like now i have all of which i'm surprised that we didn't think about doing this before but before it wasn't as frequent that they were it's the things packages. you learn as you go in making a business yeah so i don't know if this is helpful to anyone that's trying to do stuff but now i have like insurance on all of my 
things that I'm mailing out. Yeah. Um, which I probably should have done from the beginning. So that way I'm not like out, you know, the amount of time that I, sp- I mean, I'm still out the time, but like, I'm not out the like, you know, $25 of a cost of a thing that took me forever to make. Yeah. Cause but, you would obviously refund anybody whose package got lost by the post office. Duh. Yeah. Like, and I was normally just taking that hit, you know? So now I'm not going to be, I'll be, you know, Covered. reimbursed or whatever, yeah. which is good, but I will have to be just to cover the amount that it costs to ensure i will have to add that to like either the product price or the shipping price i haven't decided what i'm gonna do yet i haven't posted anything new on my store so i haven't had to like adjust those costs so if you see a slight like increase on those things that's just because of the etsy changes and then also that but like i hate doing that i hate i hate also (laughs) i don't know is this like a thing with artists because i fucking hate pricing my work i want someone else to do it it's like i make chris like have to help me all the time because i just it's the imposter syndrome where i'm like it, it's it's like five dollars you know what i mean yeah, and then he's yeah. like rachel how long did it take you just to make the chocolate chips and i'm like oh <laughs> i don't know <laughs> like, oh. i know it's fucking hard to like do something like that i know and then because I, I just i'm like worried i'm like are you gonna like really like spend that much money on a keychain he's like well how long did it take you to fucking make that and i'm like i know it's just, it's just, I hate it. I hate all of that. I'll like pull up like Hot Topic and say like, look at how much they're charging for this fucking like keychain that they're mass, mass produced, produced with a machine. <laughs> I know, I know, because like a lot of like the fact that a lot of the stuff that I do is like food related. Like there are a lot of companies that'll have like you know like you'll see like pizza cane pizza cane a pizza (laughs) Pizza keychain from like urban outfitters that they're selling for like 18 dollars and it's literally just like in a factory and here i am like hand crafting individual pepperonis yeah you know what i mean i'm like charging the same price so like i get it but does anyone else have that issue because it's annoying Mm -hmm. i will say and like i've on skillshare because i still fuck with skillshare very heavily i'll watch like videos of like people being like they have things about pricing right? yeah they talk about like people pricing their artwork and we all are like unanimously like we hate it like <laughs> i don't so i don't know so then when i have to like raise the prices because of like insuring the shipping and or whatever etsy, like, and just... etsy and then i'm like oh my god like this is like i don't know i just i hate it i hate i i don't know <laughs> i hate it you hate it um yeah because <laughs> well, like with youtube i wasn't like y'all have to pay 90 cents for this coffee with or, well but, now now it's just like i have to put 700 ads in my video oh so yeah that way, like something i don't even happen. blame people anymore i don't even complain when i see people put like an ad every like two minutes because i'm yeah. like i get it yeah you gotta it's do a what mess you gotta now. do i mean i wonder if people make more money by having people subscribe to them as a uh youtube red do you make more money off of that? I honestly don't know. I don't remember. I wasn't I, well, in YouTube was long like, enough while YouTube Red was around to like really understand like how much that would impact. Yeah, like you, you did end up like towards the end like getting some income that was from Red, but it was not like a lot. It was like twenty bucks a month yeah. that I would get from that. Yeah. Oh, YouTube. I want a refill of my coffee before we talk about anything else. To be honest. Okay. Well, we're uh kind of on the topic of food because you're talking about Palmer Clay foods. Um. <laughs> So, the FDA has Mm -hmm. been doing some fun things, and by fun, I mean not great at all. So, the dairy industry has been trying to fight against, you know, like, almond milk and oat milk, milk, soy milk, all that stuff, because 
I think the dairy industry is like really hurting right now. Thank God. And so their latest thing, which is probably going to go through, like pass through like the FDA's like check or whatever, because this is a fucking Republican government right now, Yeah, is that they're trying to change. Its... Plus, we know that the, the meat and dairy industry has totally fucked the FDA in the ass. They, they, like they have them wrapped they, around their finger. Yeah, Please watch lobbying them any fuck. fucking documentary about it, especially yeah. what's the one that I'm thinking about? The one that we watched, like, in college. Ooh. You know what I'm talking about. The one that was... The iconic one that's not, like, the weird vegan propaganda one that was basically, like, eating a burger is the same as smoking a 12-pack of cigarettes. I forget. Oh, that's going to bug me. Whatever. Keep talking, and I'll think about it. So, they basically are trying to change the rules of what milk is defined as. Right. And they're saying that milk can only be defined as something that is derived from an animal. Okay. Um, so basically that means that like almond milk, soy milk, oat milk, all coconut milk, all those different things could no longer be labeled as milk. Like Now, so, I we were talking about this the other day. I feel like they're just going to start calling it just like beverage. Because like that's something Trader Joe's already does. They call theirs almond beverage. Food Inc. Food Inc. That's, that's a it. good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in like a 2009. But like it will like significantly significantly like affect like something as simple as like not calling it milk anymore is going to change people's perception. They're going to say beverage. What's that? I want milk. Yeah, and they're, they're going to think like, oh, milk. this is like a drink. Yeah, which like yeah, I know you can drink almond milk. I don't get people that do that. Honestly, no, I honestly. Can't I've seen either. so many people that are like, yeah, I love drinking like just a, a glass, glass of, of soy milk. I know. Like maybe chocolate. 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 <laughs> chocolate. Uh, yeah, Mr. so Chocolate. that's just really fucked up, honestly. That I know, they're it's doing just their, their bullshit-ass way of, like, trying so hard because, like, they know that most people are replacing But I've been milk. seeing a lot more things on my Twitter feed about, like, talking about how the meat and dairy industry is, like, just as bad as, like, the oil and gas industry in terms of, like, polluting the planet and stuff. Yeah. I, I We know this, but, like, I'm seeing a lot of things on my twitter feed which you know isn't indicative of a lot of other people's twitter feeds exactly <laughs> but yeah so i'm hoping that like i i've continually see articles about the change the millennials are fucking becoming vegetarians more often and stuff like yeah, that yeah there's a 600 percent increase in <laughs> vegans like in the last like two years which Great. is wild it's fucking awesome but like uh when I think about, like, milk, like, I feel like milk is the easiest and most, like, basic wonder place. Like, there's no reason why you should be sucking a cow titty. And also, it's, like, it's, what, what like, in baking, so easy to swap it with a different milk. You don't even taste a difference. In cereal, you barely taste a difference. Like, I honestly, like, prefer the flavor of, like, an oat or a soy or whatever. I think of milk as, like... There's literally like no other species on the fucking planet That's that doing like that. that that is doing that. Like there's plenty of other species that are eating other meats. And you like, know what I mean? It's but just like, I get it. Like when it comes to making butter and cheese, and I understand. And also, I still think it's you know it's a cool thing that us humans did where we took this thing. We were wasteful. We, yeah, and like, because it's outdated now. Like you don't need it. Yeah. You know what I mean. But, like, back in the day, we needed to make as much food out of the limited things that we had. We didn't have fucking refrigerators and shit. So, like, making cheese, cheese was, that aged yep. in a hard rind and all those things, like, it makes sense. 
But um, now, we don't now, need to. We don't need it. Mykonos cheese, am I right? <laughs> um, and that's not to say that, like, we all know that, like, the way that we're cultivating, like, soybeans and almonds and stuff has also, like, become, like, environmentally impactful, too. But nothing is worse than what they're doing with the meat and dairy industry, plus, like, animals also. Um, and, like, the more that we cut back on that, the, the better. better. Yeah. Um, but, like, God damn it, that's going to be so annoying. And I hope that it doesn't deter people. It, it won't deter me. Yeah. But... I'm not, that's why you have to spread that they're trying to do this yeah you have to like talk about this and be like hey just letting you know that if this does happen it's not going to be any it's different no the product's different. not going to be any different it's just the name it's just the name <sighs> i mean there's lots of like companies that have had to do that kind of stuff um i'm trying to think of like another example this usually happens in like the beauty world <laughs> yeah that i'm like thinking of um but yeah it's just it, this always happens where someone's just like um actually we coined this name <laughs> but like coconut milk has never been called anything else because it is the coconut milk you yeah know what I that, mean? that one specifically it's always been called the milk of the coconut it, it's like, just that's what it is yeah and so i don't know what are they gonna do with that coconut juice yeah like <laughs> nectar coconut water that's but that's there's a, a different a thing. thing yeah coconut milk is different from coconut water so like you can't coin it it's not the only thing that makes a milk this is just like, you know, React World all over again. Oh, my God. No one even knows what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I just like to bring it up all the time. I know. All right. So this is very far into the podcast. So this is a time where we should go to... Some quizzes and questions. After an ad. Today's episode is brought to you by Zola. Zola, the wedding company that will do anything for love, is reinventing the wedding planning and registry experience to make the happiest moment in couples' lives even happier. Zola takes the stress out of wedding planning with their free, easy-to-use suite of wedding planning tools. And one of the best things that you can do is you can build a free wedding website and you can link it to like a registry and like a detail page so all of your guests can get all the information about where to go, when is it, what do you want that on your registry, and on your website you can add photos stories about how you guys met travel accommodations information and even recommend things to do with your guests while they're in town for your wedding and there's also like an faq section which is great because there's always lots of questions that people have when you're having a wedding like can i bring my kid what do i wear what's the dress code what's the weather going to be like all of those kinds of things i think this is like a great tool for like anybody that wants to just set this up and they can worry about the hundreds of other things that they need to do to set up a wedding and so for all of their guests they can just go to a one-stop shop for all the information and like pick out some gifts they can join in together on registry items if there's like some bigger priced items on there as well and something that i thought was really interesting is like one of the brands that they have to register with is airbnb so like you could like potentially even like sponsor the couple's like honeymoon if yeah you think about it. like say you're like staying in an airbnb for your honeymoon which is honestly what i would do probably absolutely <laughs> So if you're in the middle of planning a wedding or going to be starting one soon, we have a special offer for you guys. If you want to create your free wedding website on Zola, go to Zola.com CWC. Again, to create a free wedding website on Zola, go to Zola, Z-O-L-A dot com slash CWC. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Audible.com. Well, are you shocked? I don't think anybody is shocked, but uh, here we are, and uh, Audible.com, <laughs> if you've never heard of it, is a place, the premier spots, I'd say, to get all of your audiobook needs. They have a wide selection to choose from, and if there's an audiobook for the book that you're interested in, it's going to be on Audible. Are you guys sick of listening to our voices? Why not listen to, like, Amy Poehler read a book? 
Exactly. You know, we are not the only people putting audio content out there in the world, and I'm sure you are sick of us, so go listen to one of those books. <laughs> so you can get a free trial by going to audibletrial.com slash CWC. Yeah, you'll get a free trial and one free audiobook. So that's, once again, audibletrial.com slash CWC. All right, and we're back. And so did you know that Mercury goes into Gatorade tomorrow? Or like tonight at 1 a.m.? Yes, I did, and Mars just went in, and there's like four or five other planets that are in retrograde right now, too. Yay. So there's a lot of things that have been happening. I was trying to read up on like I what the read fuck up. this all means, it's because weird it's a lot. It feels like it had already happened like a couple weeks ago, because I feel like I did like some impulsive shit like two weeks ago. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe I'll get like feedback on things <laughs> this week, who knows, I'm just... Taking it, David. Wait, I really. Of course, this is when I'm launching my shit on a different place. Yeah. What? What day exactly is it? Do you know? What today? No. Like when is retrograde? Because I. It starts tomorrow. Well, tonight at like one oh in the my morning. God. Of course, I've got a a meeting that's of semi like importance on Friday. Oh yeah. So. God bless. Oh, it fucking happens every you time. You never know. Every fucking time. But because anyway. of the planets doing all kinds of stuff, if you believe or if you don't, we're talking about which planet are you based on your food preferences. Now, I first just like of all, to blame shit on the planets, honestly. Do you have a planet that you want to be? Uh, I would like... I want to be Venus. Okay. Um, <laughs> I will be... Honestly, I'm still calling her a planet. I want to be Pluto. Okay. You know? Also, I'm going to read Artemis soon. Don't Ooh. spoil me. Yeah, don't spoil us. We we got a whole bunch of books at that bookstore, and yeah. we're trying to really get back into it. But uh, all right, choose a pastry: croissant, macaroon, cream puff, cinnamon roll, eclair. Oh boy! And it's the macaroon that's not you know what I mean. Macaron. The French one. I just don't want to butcher French. Yeah. <laughs> don't want to accidentally say the French president's name. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I guess. Um, um, out of all of these, I would pick a macaroon though. I'm gonna go with the cinnamon roll. Uh, choose a fruit or a vegetable apple corn banana carrot grape these are terrible choices all right i have to go against my brand why i am picking a banana i eat bananas way more than all of these and i love see them. none of my favorite fruits or vegetables are on this list i'm gonna pick carrot choose a salty food pretzel sticks tortilla chips cashews French fries or Chex Mix? <gasps> I miss Chex Mix. Um, uh, fries. Fries has to be fries. Ooh, a musically ad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Choose a food duo: peanut butter and jelly sandwich, macaroni and cheese, spaghetti and meatballs, bacon and eggs, chicken and waffles, macaroni and cheese, always and forever. I'm I gonna go her. with peanut butter and jelly, just so that way we don't pick too many of the same ones. But mac and cheese is also high on my list. Choose a sweet food: caramel apple, that I have covered in rainbow jimmies yeah, for some f- reason. Oh my god, jimmies, s'mores, Sprinkles. <laughs> vanilla cupcake, pancakes with syrup or a brownie. Oh man, I'm this is my pancake. Ooh, cupcake, pancakes, cupcake. I'm legit going with s'mores. Okay. <laughs> Choose a pasta: fettuccine alfredo, ravioli, lasagna. Manicotti. Manicotti or tortellini. Squidward uh, tortellini. Um, <laughs> ravioli. Fettuccine. My favorite's not on here. Um, choose some bread. Breadsticks, banana bread, biscuits, baguette, or bagel. This is really fucked up. This too. is actually really fucked That's up. That's horrible. Bagel. It's, it's like a three way tie between a baguette, banana bread, and bagel. I'm going bagel. Yeah. 
I got Jupiter. Oh you, my God. You've got a big personality and love to be the center of attention. Well, they've certainly gotten that one. <laughs> what is the saying? It's like, boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider. Yeah. <laughs> Well, your answer is better than... It's probably because it has that big pimple. (laughs) You know? That's my one gaping pore on my nose that I cannot shrink. Your answer is better than mine. I got Earth. (laughs) You would get Earth. You love her. You're trying to save her. You're full of life and super popular. You're always there for your friends, even if they're not always there for you in return. That was... That quiz really just did not who wrote this i'm calling the police oh my god is that a weed (laughs) (laughs) all right so now that that shit's over let's go to patreon.com slash coffee with rachel i really should have gotten venus (laughs) or saturn man what the fuck did you see that they found a pool of water in the underneath mars wow what is that is that the upside down no like under like a layer I get you. Okay. And yes, I, it's like a I big ass pool of water. What does that mean? I really don't want us to colonize and ruin another planet. To be honest. Yeah, I think we should just stay away. We've already done enough damage to this one, especially with his fucking space force or whatever the fuck he's trying to do. All right. First question is from Lillian, who said, "What is the brand of humor you would say you guys have? Like the humor that reminds me of you both is Megan Hughes, Arden Rose, and Goth Roots. If, if you follow them on Instagram, <laughs> um, that's why we're friends with two of those people. <laughs> is it just existential dad Twitter humor? How do I express <laughs> this? <laughs> I should tell them that. <laughs> who was the last person that you? Uh, Goth Roots. Um, I don't know they, who that they is. They said to follow them on Twitter and that you would love them. Okay, I will. I will. Or on Insta. I'm sorry. Insta. Um, I would say... I, I honestly, existential dad Twitter humor is... You know that meme where it's like, why is millennial humor so weird? And it's like a photo of like a Pop-Tart in space and it's just like, I'm in debt. You know what I mean? That's my level of humor. It's like, just like... I immediately, when I try to like think of like our humor, I immediately go to the fucking meme of Yoda with that's like, pee is stored in the balls. <laughs> like... Or the one of Yoda where, like, his skin is photoshopped. Like, the second one. I, I get you, though. I hate, like, that's this level. It's so stupid. It's like, you have to have, like, to understand this humor, it's so stupid. And it would make no sense if you haven't, like, traversed the early 2000s internet to like see the yes. evolution of like rage comics and all of that bullshit to get to where we are now like it's only funny i feel like also we that. are the spongebob generation and that is like the pinnacle of like weird humor Yo, like that, that show was weird like early 2000s nickelodeon shit like really, really had got us wild humor that yeah. was really dumb <laughs> I don't even know anymore, there, honestly. There, there's no words to describe I love those is. things on Twitter where they're like, I used to find comedy funny, and now I've been laughing at 20 hours at this, and it'll just be like the it'll just be like a photo of one singular P. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just like, why is this me? Oh, fuck. Like, I don't find, like, sometimes I can't find, like, regular classically told jokes with, like, a punchline, like, funny anymore. Because no. just, like, they're usually like, oh, I've heard that before. But, like, you show me a stupid photo on the internet, and I think it's the funniest thing Yeah, in the world. also we've, like, traversed into, like, only visual humor. Yeah. But not even <laughs> well, really. Well, you know, Twitter's got a lot of good, like, shit on there. Yeah, you're right. Dumb. Like, Haw Yee, honestly, is, like, the, <laughs> the pinnacle of... <laughs> 
Twitter humor. Oh, fuck. Twitter's really changed me. We were just talking about this. There's, like, one of those things that talks about, you know, like, the different dialects across the U.S. and, like, how yeah, you refer to things. Yeah, we did that dialect was a while ago. But, and yeah. I saw one that was, like, you know, y'all, you guys, use if you're in fucking, like, Philly, essentially. Yeah. And, like, I never said y'all until I went on Twitter. And now we say y'all to refer to any group of anything. Yeah. And... I will never forget playing hearts with you one night and I said y'all in the chat and somebody was like, I can't believe I'm playing with a Trumpster. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, shit, I don't want anyone to think that of me. But this is, it's also like the wonderful gender neutral term for a group of people. Honestly, I love using y'all. It's like, just so short. It's so short. sweet. I used that at a time when 140 characters was all I had. Now, 280 Who's upset about I, that anymore? I know. Remember when we cared? Yeah. I love it. But like, Remember yeah. when the egg was there? The egg. God bless. God fucking bless. Uh, next question is from Chantal, who said, any hot tips for conflict resolution in your relationship? Also, <laughs> have either of your individual experiences in therapy affected how you see or act in your relationship with each other? Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, conflict That's a resolution. Big, big question. I'm usually just really straightforward with, like, what I'm pissed about. Honestly, the best thing I never hide it. I'm like, yo, this is what you said or did that upset me. Here's why. Please don't do that again. Like, yeah, Let's not, talk about like, it. Just really trying to put everything out there. Sometimes we, like, preface things with, like, this is going to sound really harsh, but, like, or yeah. something. Like, or I'll be like, this might seem really minuscule, but, like, something you said back there really annoyed me or, like, upset me or whatever. Just really trying to, like, make sure that there's, like, no fucking, like, guessing. Nothing like the fucking, like, typical TV movie bullshit where, like, no nothing is said and oh, everybody just gets mad at the each other. The anti-Luke and Lorelai. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, the lack of, again, lack of communication. We just put everything out there so that way we know what the fuck is going on and, and we we've been dating so long now that that like is not hard but yeah i can understand that like if you're not dating for fucking what seven and a half years like it's not as easy and then in regards to like therapy yeah impacting the relationship act, yeah um i mean let's be real like well i don't know how to describe this like for me obviously because therapy has helped my mental health so much like it's impacted our relationship in a positive way yes. because i'm a much happier it's not inherently person. about our relationship but it's just but like, like it sometimes impacts the way that i approach our relationship or like you in general because like me being in therapy like it does you know we are always talking about like our interpersonal relationships because like yeah. i a lot of my behavior is affected Yes. By, you know, previous things. So, yes, like, that has been... But I would say it's mostly been, like, a positive impact, you know? Like, like I have better tools to express myself. So, that's another thing kind of ties into your first question with, like, conflict resolution. Like, before, I might have been, like, really mean when I would, like, be upset. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I would just, like, be like just cutting with my words yeah. and now i have like the i have more control over my anger and like the way that i express myself in general um getting like a handle on like my mental health more and so like i am a lot more like calm and mature and focused when i'm trying to like bring up an issue or something like that and that's just like one example i can think of there's my confidence has been affected through therapy so like my confidence in relationships affected like all yes, kinds of yes. stuff like that 
I am a newbie to this whole therapy thing. I've only been in for a few months now. Yes. So I'm kind of still in that, like, I'm learning a lot about myself and discovering a lot of things and kind of putting a lot of pieces together. Uh, a lot of that is finding or, like, putting together, like, kind of what I see to myself as negative aspects of my self that can negatively impact on the our relationship and some things that I really want to work on and so I'm not I wouldn't say I'm at the point yet where like my individual experience in therapy has like made an effect yet on like how I act in the relation in our relationship but I have a feeling that like it will yeah because you're in like the fleshing out all your shit I'm in the wow there's a lot more to unpack here than I fucking thought stage because it's a fucking adventure every week yeah like she's I'm three years deep so like I have and like and the thing is is um we're in therapy for different reasons. Yes. That's the thing, too. Like, I am obviously working through, like, PTSD, which, like, obviously does affect the relationship. But the way that I was raised, it's it's just different. Like, what you're dealing with in therapy is a lot more about, like, how you do interact with people. So it does, like, directly affect, like, relationships. Yes. Mine, it impacts, like, my behavior, which can, like do stuff in the relationship but it's not really like me as a person in a partnership does that make sense I, it's I, hard to explain i understand what you're saying it's just that like a lot of the shit that you're dealing with happens to like come across in behaviors in a relationship it's not specifically about the relationship yeah yeah, yeah. you know yeah i get you the shit that i'm working through is very much like emotional are with your relationships emotional absence um which is you know something that i'd like to talk about a little bit more and you say that every week but then i know because we just we get off on fucking stupid tangents on a lot of we could have cut the spongebob discourse this week well all right it's fine we'll have like a mental health episode soon how about that we'll have a mental health one yes but yeah there was a lot of emotional absence in my life as I've come to discover. And so obviously that and would so, affect the way that you approach relationships. And that's not just like romantic ones, that's friends, all of it. That's so. all relationships, guys. So that's something that like I'm putting the pieces together of that is absolutely very reflective into a, or like effective on our relationship. And so, like I said, I don't think that like, I mean, I would say it has the effect of, like, I'm cognizant of it. Yeah, no, you're, like, you're awake. You're, like, aware uh, yeah, of it. But the actions afterwards. Have, like you don't have all the tools yet. Because yeah. you're literally just putting the... It's like I said, it's three months, and, like, this is a fucking You're process. in the defining stage. Yes. You're like, I'm getting all of the words to explain my experiences and behaviors and past whatever. Yes. You're yes. just getting all of the vocab. You're not like Which at is the something like that's incredibly hard for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's the tiring part of it. Oh yes. Uh, so let's go on to another question that is uh, a little bit different. Have you two played the Captain Spirit demo yet? Uh, yes. Yes. Would you consider it a demo? I, I guess. I don't. I, w- I would say just like a free episode. I don't think. I I don't know if they're gonna call the second season like Captain Spirit or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I I don't know what it's gonna be, but. We played um, it. 
we played it because it's a fucking free episode into a series that we fucking love. So and they said that it was going to give you like kind of like a hint at the direction to where um, the Life is Strange and also sequel some, will go. Some actions could have effects in the season two, kind of like how uh, Four Hundred Days or was it Four Hundred Days? Uh, the Walking Dead. I don't remember thing. if that actually had an yeah. effect. They said that like there was something in there that I remember. You meet somebody there that okay. shows up in the next in the second season. That it's like, been so long since we yeah, played I know. it. We're gonna replay that after the final season is yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. Although I'm sorry, I'm going off on tangents here. Anybody that likes the Walking Dead game, they said that this season is the final season for Clementine. Uh, so they might have more in the works, like just in the Walking Dead universe. I don't need afterwards. that, honestly. Yeah, I'm no over zombies. I'm just here for Clem because I. The raised only that reason girl. why I still play this is because I've been playing for so fucking long and I raised Clem. I know, but getting back to Captain Spirit, so yeah. um, I have like a total like mixed reaction to it. I really had wished. I had been warned as to the content of it because the whole. I'm really ab- all right, here. First of all, we got spoilers here. Yeah, we got starting now. We'll write the timestamps. So if you haven't played it and you want to, right now is the time to fuck off. Um, I wish that someone had warned me <laughs> about the abusive father content because that was very, like I don't know, like I. It's hard. Okay, so like. There's obviously vast differences from what I experienced because my dad was not... I'm assuming that this man has, like, a addiction problem. Yeah. It's not really said, but it's kind of, like, unsaid with the drinking that goes it's on. It's, like, the trope of, like, the drunk dad. Yeah. So, like, that's not relatable for my experience personally, but there were things that were showcased that were, like, like almost too accurate to the point where it got me really upset to play um and i just wasn't expecting it because the kind of plot is that like you're playing as a young kid who has a really active imagination and his mother has recently died and she seems to be the one that's very much like a close relationship to the kid and yeah. like very involved in like the comic book stuff that he's involved with he's, and like, he like draws his own superheroes and stuff he made up captain spirit right and like she would like play. she's a comic book artist yeah and that's how she that was her job so yeah. she dies and the dad is very much like absent from like this kid's like normal things that he's into and then is also so you know overcome by grief that he becomes like a monster yeah we don't know what he was like before but like exactly so obviously like i haven't endured like the like grieving father aspect of this and like i said like the alcoholism was not something that i related to but the part of it that got me the most was like the the little things which like i'll give it realism you know i'll give it a plus for like the fact that it was a realistic portrayal of abuse but like i don't my my thing is that like they could have made the dad like emotionally withdrawn from the kid and he's grieving his wife and all of that and they could have made him like withdrawn which would have still been neglectful and which would still impact the child but i really didn't need all these don't wake daddy scenes where it was basically like the half the and like I was talking about this on Twitter and people were like, well, I thought that the game was like much more than this. And like, I get that it was, but also most of the like main plot was don't anger dad or he will hurt you. Like when I was making decisions, like the physical plot of like doing stuff. Yeah. When we were making decisions, 
there was always the question of like, is this going to piss off the, the dad? dad and wake him up or upset him and then and have like, him hurt you? And I really had a hard time. It made me really anxious to play it. This game, like it, it like you said, it did not need the like the physically abusive like aspects that like it heavily alluded to. No, it showed it. He had bruises, Chris. Yeah, like it did. But, they they show it. Yeah, it's but, not alluded to at all. Like you don't you don't see like I don't you don't see scenes of him like beating him up but like well doesn't he like throw him at one point I think so. I, yeah yeah I think so. I'm trying to remember honestly like yeah, it kind of like <sighs> it's it's a lot and like I will say that and then they have like the neighbors being alerted of it which like I'll I'll talk about what I think in a second but like uh, my thing is like it's the game would have been sad enough and emotionally impactful enough if the mother was just dead and it's kind of like this this grieving portrayal of like a, a child like grieving the loss of his mom and the loss of like someone that really understood his like imaginative personality and like the dad is kind of like emotionally checked out they didn't even have to make him abusive it, for that part to be impactful right especially now, with the music that they were playing and everything and then they added that in and it's like this new thing this is the third yeah. video game i have played it's the this, hot fucking thing to have an abusive, abusive dad or abusive like fi- parent family and so uh, yeah obviously when i was playing detroit like i was aware of that already and i don't know i just it It fit the story (sighs) yeah it's the entire arc of what's her face i get it yes um it wasn't as hard to play because i was just so aware that it was going to be happening and it was very i don't know and night in the woods was like it's a, it's a story that you wouldn't have even unlocked if you had made different decisions. And it's just Angus's childhood. And it it was it was, the way that it was handled. They're not showing you anything. You're not it was scared. Just, it's just him opening text, up to yeah. you. And, like, it was really sad. But it wasn't, like, this. This was hard to play for me. And, like, the aspects of it that were, like, really real were, like, when you're in his room. And, like, his room is just, like, fully decked out with like all of his things and all of yeah. his drawings on the walls and everything and that's very much like what my childhood bedroom was it was like full of life you know because it's like space. it's your oasis your one safe i put in quotes space where you have and it was just so full of life and then you step outside of his room and they did a lot with the art style here which i appreciated but also it was it was a lot it was like upsetting to watch but like the rest of the house is like stark yeah. you know completely empty of like anything any life any life and that is exactly what it's like especially from a child's perspective because when you're abused as a child like that's how it feels and that's how it looks to you and it was very realistic and it was almost a little too much realistic and like the part that really got me emotional was like the neighbor coming over and like clearly knowing something had been happening and that's something that like still upsets me to this day because the way that my neighborhood was set up like we were very close to our neighbors like like in proximity and I know they heard and saw it all. There were times where I was being chased around my yard. And it still hurts me to this day to think that no one... As a, as a kid, I was so desperate for some adult to step in. Like, yeah. that's all I wanted. And when I see it portrayed in video games, I'm like, that's cool. But I'm like, it's just not real. Like, I mean, it can be real, but it's very rarely real. And the real aspect is like, you know, you get put into foster care. Yeah. Literally, that's what happens. 
um it's just a mess i don't know it really brought up a lot of emotional shit for me because i just i i'm telling you from the trailer all i expected was like emotionally withdrawn dad dead mother that's all i expected and then like a kid that becomes like a superhero in his mind yeah and it was so much less about that than it was about that aspect that really got me and i don't know just really turned me off because i was just i think it was just because i was so caught off guard and no one had really talked about the game we were fucking fresh off detroit like which was very heavily about that especially at the beginning and then we went into that and then like by the time we started playing night in the woods like i was like oh my god fucking again i like, know this happened. but night in the woods i would say is probably like the best way that it was like because it wasn't about. it wasn't a main thing it was yeah. just like you learned about a character's then, uh background but now we're watching sharp objects and oh my god Scott, like that show, honestly i don't even it's like it sucks because like i want to watch sharp objects but i also don't yeah i'm kind of like they one that apparently Mal told us that there are trigger warnings, but they're at the end of the fucking show. Yeah, I know. And they put so, them at the end, which so I think they should put it at the beginning. Fucking stupid, especially after the last episode. Oh my episode, god, yeah. Please, if watch. you have not watched last week's episode, I would really encourage you to be careful, especially towards like the last like 10 minutes. Yeah. It, it's really it's, hard to watch. That show is like almost a little bit like too fucking like dark and a little like exploitative. It is exploitative, it is exploitative. with what happened last week. I'm sorry, yeah. it really was. And so it, it like it, it's honestly. I think, and I get that it's HBO, and like that's, that's why that's why I was so pissed about Thirteen Reasons Why, which I still have not watched. Um, but like even yeah. with even with it being HBO, where it's like you have to be an adult to watch it, essentially because you have to pay for it. I get it. Um, I just don't think that any show needs to be that graphic nope. about showing self harm in that way. I'm sorry. I just there's nothing about that that is not anything but dangerous. Yep. Um, it just gives people ideas. It's yeah, all it, it does. It gives people ideas. And in a way, sort of glamorizes it a little bit. Like. Yeah, I know. I know. Especially with 13 Reasons Why. And I get it. You can talk about how it was like anti-bullying and blah, 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 blah. But like it's been shown that has not been helpful. Yeah. Because I remember when I read that book. Because I read that book so young. I'm trying to remember how exactly old I was. But I remember reading it. And I remember thinking, hmm, what if what if this was the way because you know like i was suicidal at the time and i was reading it and thinking like hmm like i wonder if like that helped you know what i mean like to it's almost like you're like a ghost and you're like going back and like talking to people about like what happened but that's not the reality the reality is is that you're dead and there's no message that comes across and also it's you it's just so it's so wrong to like glamorize or like make like a big spectacle of shit like this where it's like the whole aspect is like getting back at people or like sending a message to people when like your life is on the line like no it's absolutely wrong um i know that we just like spun off into like 18 different topics i'm sorry i wish that i had a better experience with the game because honestly if you're not like abused and it wasn't like massively triggering for your ptsd then like you probably would have had a completely different experience playing it so like i understand that and like i'm i almost feel like stupid when i talk about it and i had some people on twitter almost make me feel like guilty for being so upset by it yeah which like pissed me off because i was like i have every right to be like you can't tell me like I don't know like people were like well that wasn't the focus and i'm like but it even if it wasn't i think it still was where a lot of your gameplay decisions were like based around not upsetting your father okay i'm sorry that was like the main gameplay but even if it wasn't 
when you are experiencing something in media that directly mirrors trauma that you've been through, even if it's not focus, even if it's the subtle, the most subtle thing, it will be your fucking it's like focus. Somebody that's you will to, magnify that because that is something that you've, it's your trauma. So it's you like will, telling somebody that's been to war, like watching a movie that has a war scene, like that's not that bad. To well, somebody, that's not like the whole movie. You know what Yeah, I mean? like to somebody that's never been to fucking war, yeah, maybe it's not like impactful for you, but for that person, they're going to be laser focused on that. Exactly. It's going to take them to back to Or that like, time. I'm trying to remember, like it was Coven where they had a really, Trigger, we're going to talk about sexual assault here. There was a really awful very graphic rape scene do you remember that and like is that the entire show no it was one scene out of the whole show but like they people had every right to react to that because it's their trauma being displayed in a very visceral way i just wish that like i'm not saying that like it shouldn't exist that media shouldn't exist like i'm not saying that i'm just saying like people need a little bit of a warning that's why like i'm so annoyed it put me in a fucking mood man for like a few days like i really hate that the internet at large really took trigger warnings and like made it a fucking joke because all of these things that we talk about detroit and the captain spirit uh, the other game I can't think of it and, like, in the woods. and the show like they could all really benefit by having trigger warnings on the fucking top of the hour like right at the beginning of it so that way people know what's coming and the people that experience that trauma like you like you still played Detroit and stuff and like you, you just knew because that it was I going. knew it didn't hurt me as much it didn't catch me off guard it's when you're not expecting it because like I'll tell you my PTSD is at its worst when I'm triggered by something out and out and about like when I'm in public walking somewhere and I catch a whiff of something or I hear something or I see, see someone something. that looks a little bit too resembling of them and those are always the worst moments because not I'm not prepared. So if like in media, I can at least be prepared. That would be cool. But like I'm at the point now where I literally have to like f- before watching Sharp Objects, I didn't. That's the one Jillian Flynn book I did not read. Is yeah. it Jillian or Gillian? I don't know. Um. So that's the one I did not read, and I read an article about what it was going to be about before watching it because i just had a feeling that it was going to be fucked up just from the poster Mm -hmm. and like the mother relationship and i'm more prepared for it but i mean it's still a lot i'll be honest that one's still that's why i still haven't watched um i tanya i really wanted to see it but the mother-daughter relationship in that i hear i probably don't need to see that so also, it kind of does suck that I have to like spoil myself so often, but it's the price I pay for like not having Lady a Bird a little bit like that too. Didn't somebody say that about Lady Bird? They said it was. I don't think it's like on the same level. I think it's like a con. A, it's definitely like a. I haven't seen that either, but it's supposed to be like more of like a complex mother daughter relationship. I don't know if it's like abusive like I Tanya is. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. I've had people tell me not to watch it, but then I've also had people tell me not to watch Gilmore Girls. For the same reasons. And I can get where people are coming from with Gilmore Girls. Maybe the it's Emily. because Gilmore Girls is be- from your, like, you've, I don't know, you're like, you've already seen it by the time, like, you've been really cognizant of a it's lot of like, this shit. It's like, with Gilmore Girls, I, like, I see the similarities, but I also, it's it's not as volatile because the, it's, it's not, it's not as evil. Yeah. It's really not, like... The, the relationship good, like. there is strained, but it's more of like a realistic portrayal of like a, a naturally strained relationship, not where it's like so dark. Yes, yes. You know, I don't know. I get you. I don't know how to explain it. 
It's all. That was a very long answer for we played it. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, my feelings are that, but I also feel like for the sequel of Life is Strange, I think it's going to be like in the future where the, where the boy that you're playing as Chris, yes. and the neighbor that sees him where he's like levitating. I think that that neighbor is the one that levitated him. I don't think it was like That's Chris a suddenly. That's popular fucking um, yeah. uh, theory And I think it. that Life is Strange 2 will be about them and they're going to be gay because that's what they love to do in this fucking yeah. series and that that kid has powers like levitating and i'm also really hoping that they tie tackle it in. to well yeah tie into i want to tie in the supernatural elements of this universe that they've created and also th- there was a newspaper about something happening in seattle and yes so I, hope I hope it's that, set in seattle yeah there's, oh, there's a coffee there's maker a coffee pot. also just to throw it out there in life is strange stuff Later this year, I forget when it's the comic out. book. There is a comic book coming out, and it's about um, Chloe and Max. If you pick the kill the whole town, yes. <laughs> if you pick Arcadia Bay, or I mean, if you pick Arcadia Bay, B A E. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's about what happens after that, and they go back to Arcadia Bay, I'll which read is it. fucking great. It'll I'm be gonna gay, fucking and I'll read it because I, what I want from Life is Strange too is tying in why. Um, Max has supernatural powers or abilities, and also Rachel Amber, even though they only slightly hint at that in the prequel. Still mad at how Before the Storm ended. I know. So many things. Her voice literally screaming started that fucking fire. Why the fuck have we not discussed this? I know. I'll never get over it. All right, so then the last question we have, we've been going on for a while on this shit. I know. Um, is how old would you be if you didn't know how old you are? Ooh. So like I've never been asked guessing, that before. Like how old? Let's go with like more mental age. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with 40. I'm going to go with, like, 46. You think you're mentally older than me? I'm not trying to go based off of, like, older than you. I'm just trying to go off of, what like... What you feel? All right, well, yeah, I'm thinking 40s for myself. Yeah. I picked 46 just because that's, like... Because I, I hate I when people are like, I feel like I'm, like, 35. I'm like, 35 isn't old. Yeah. <laughs> Neither is 40, to be honest. Yeah, like, this time, that's not even When you're, old. like, really young, you're like, oh, my God, 30 is, like, 70, you know? like it, I have a 17-year-old spirit right now. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what I would say, or at least what I would say. Just hope. because I'm, like, <laughs> I don't know, I feel like I've had, I've had all of my, like... I like especially when we talk about how we don't like to drink as much and stuff like that. We're just like homebodies and like most half my decision basing off all of, of that, our like, activities are resulting like are about like food or going out in like on a nice walk. <laughs> like, yeah, you know? going into nature and looking at a tree, like <laughs> Yeah, but like not like a strenuous walk, but like a, a pleasant a pleasant walk. Reading fucking books under a tree, like that's just like Not that vibe. I'm like, oh my god, I'm an old soul. Like I'm not trying to be annoying either. Because <laughs> I also am like a I don't know. Whatever. Not, not that old. I guess. I don't I, fucking know. This is a hard question. Um, but yeah, I guess that's pretty much that, man. Yeah, so I you know, hope y'all are booking your flights to Forks right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, seriously, though, Ruby ever Beach, do in it. Washington, if you can make your way to Ruby Beach, it was really Worth amazing. It. Um, benches, stay tuned. The rest of y'all will see you next week chris grab your mug know how i like slow down what i'm saying so you can get your mug i caught on all right we'll see you guys later bye bye
All right, benches. So this week we decided to throw back to early 2000s classics because we listened to a lot of them in the car when we were driving around the Olympic Peninsula area. <laughs> so this is just what like throwback song are yeah, you? Yeah, essentially what throwback song are you? So bump this right now. We're going to start off with Scott Edward R. Wilmot who is with Arms Wide Open by Creed. Courtney is What Goes Around Comes Around by Justin Timberlake. Jackie Goldfarb is I Got a Feeling by Black Eyed Peas. Emily Sweeney is Bye 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 by NSYNC. Shannon Chires is It Wasn't Me by Shaggy. Sarah Booth is Boom Boom Pow by the Black Eyed Peas. M. Corbeil is Come On Over by Christina Aguilera. Angelica Feliz is Fallen by Alicia Keys. Madeline Young is Music by Madonna. Sarah Nally is S.O.S. by Rihanna. Hannah Patelis is Yeah by Usher. Gianna Wozniak is Work It by Missy Elliott. Tara Davey is Teenagers by My Chemical Romance. Kimberly Prosa is Breathe by Faith Hill. Ioana Tartaglini is Empire State of Mind by Jay-Z. AJC is Fireflies by Owl City. <laughs> Jake Bauer is Crazy in Love by Beyonce. Teague Phillips is Drops of Jupiter by Train. Oh my god, that's you. Lily Rose is I'm Like a Bird by Nelly Furtado. That's actually me. Uh, Winter Russell is Clocks by Coldplay. Brooke Renee is This Love by Maroon 5. Savannah Plissier is Say My Name by Destiny's Child. Joshua Kerman is Chasing Cars by Snow Patrol. I love Grey's Abbey. Chantal Piat is Crimea River by Justin Timberlake. Catherine is Bad Day by Daniel Powder. Bridget Carey Davis is Toxic by Britney Spears. Colby Rhymes is Blue by Eiffel 65. I never even knew who fucking sang that, to be honest. I was the weirdo that did. Oh, okay. <laughs> Haley Boucher is Bleeding Love by Leona Lewis. Jake Parker is I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry. Renee Medina is The Middle by Jimmy Eat World. Grandma is Seven Nation Army by The White Stripes. Iconic. Sophie Jaramillo is Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson. I think we actually did literally listen to that this week. <laughs> Chelsea Grundy is Sugar We're Going Down by Fall Out Boy. Haley Welsh is Makes Me Wonder by Maroon 5. Stephanie Lee is Single Ladies by Beyonce. Jane Thompson is Take Me Up by Franz Ferdinand. Kayla Bean is A Moment Like This by Kelly Clarkson. Brandy Robbins is Butterfly by Crazy Town. Ew. <laughs> Michelle Cox is Paper Planes by M.I.A. Rebecca Mack is Bent by Matchbox 20. Joanna Jensen is Hollaback Girl by Gwen Stefani. Leslie Wright is So What by Pink. Gwen Stowe is Stacy's Mom by Fountain of Wayne. Ama- oh my god. Cat Schultz is How to Save a Life by The Fray. Jason Gonzalez is Umbrella by Rihanna. Lindsay Torlina is Lady Marmalade. And just by all those fucking There's so many people that Let's hit be honest, that, yeah. When Christina Aguilera comes out and screams, we all know. <laughs> Jess Adams is You're Beautiful by James Blunt. Daisy Blossom Dottie is Complicated by Avril Lavigne. Kennedy Rochelle is Disturbia by Rihanna. Lutzi is Bad Romance by Lady Gaga. Sonia Vazbrun is Yellow by Coldplay. Juanita Cara is Get the Party Started by Pink. Cassandra Lee is Oops, I Did It Again by Britney Spears. Avery Labelson is TikTok by Kesha. Liz Holbrook is Hey Ya by Outkast. Madison Greer is Hips Don't Lie by Shakira, and neither do my bug bites. <laughs> Chloe Ireland is Pocket Full of Sunshine by Natasha Bedingfield. Oh my god. Caitlin Whalen is My Humps by Black Eyed Peas. Dana Daly is Beautiful Girls by Sean Kingston. Oh, fuck that song. Vlynn is Viva La Vida by Coldplay. Make- so much Coldplay on this fucking list. They were really fucking popular. That's I was looking true. at like top lists. Mackenzie Knight is It's Gonna Be Me by NSYNC. The first Vine I ever saw, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, really? Rachel Evans is Leave by JoJo. Wow. 
And so the other benches. I'm trying to think of like what my most iconic throwback song, and it was whatever Ja Rule Ashanti collab was happening. Oh my god, is that the one with the texting on the Excel? No, that's oh, okay. a Kelly Rowland doing okay, something. I think yeah. or no, or I can't remember now. But I know what song you're thinking. Of. Just anything they've done together. What's love got to do? Got to do. What's love? <laughs> that's, yeah. Okay. That's what all the other benches are. It should be loving. a badass. It should be a badass. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> We've got Taryn Parker, Pavithra Suresh, Jocelyn Fry, Hermione, Ishbel Mendez, Bree Cram, Ashley Riefenberger, Allie Malone, and Kathleen Wynn. Wow, hope that was a trip down memory lane. We, if if I had like a Spotify, I would make do something a like that. But I'm sure every single millennial has fucking done that at some I know. point. I'm, there's probably so many of these already made, so just go look at one, bump it, bop <laughs> it, twist, twist it, twist it, pull it. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? All right. Thank you guys for supporting the show. We'll see you next week. Bye.